The trade war with China is getting serious. Alyssa Milano weaponizes sex to keep abortion alive and well, and she failed. And I want to talk about why healthcare and college tuition are not rights. This is Gene, and you're listening to Damascus Talking Politics. Uh, great news. I'm on iTunes. I actually figured out how to get myself on iTunes, and uh, I'm there now. I also realized that, yes, I see some problems with it. I need to actually start numbering my episodes, but okay, that's okay. It's a beginning. Uh, this is coming together. The podcast is coming together. Uh, I also learned about the dictate function in Word. Here, Here's the whole thing. I actually work for a living. This is I do this for fun. I don't do this for to make a lot of money. I hope to one day, but I'm not counting on it. So I had to figure out how to have this podcast and actually type it into my blog. Well, the dictate function makes it that I can take uh, show notes. I can actually sit back and write a script. And then after this podcast, I'm going to dictate it into Word. I have to edit the Word because it uh, for some reason, Word doesn't know much about punctuation, but at least uh, I, I can get that in much quicker than I did before because I am not the greatest typer. Also, I'm actually looking at uh, creating a YouTube channel, so I will, so you can actually see what I I look like. I'm sitting back and I'm working right now and setting up a studio so that you don't have to actually see where I live and things like that. Yeah, you don't want to see that. But it's going to take me a little time. I'm looking at cameras. I need to figure out how my ca- I have a GoPro 3 right now. I'm also one I have a Samsung 2, so I'm also wondering if I should do this via um uh, uh, via the phone, but I haven't figured that out yet. I'm working at it. So things are going to be moving a lot quicker now that I'm actually working on this quite a bit. Well, let's get straight to the news. Um, there's a lot going on. And as I brought up on Friday, the U.S. and China, uh, U.S.-Chinese trade war was the biggest story of last week, as far as I was concerned. Uh, none of that other garbage with the uh, a bar being in contempt or any of that garbage, that really didn't make any difference. It wasn't going to affect human beings. Uh, the, it wasn't going to affect the citizens of this country at all. Um, but what's going to affect the citizens of this country is the trade war with China. Uh, in response to the U.S. raising tariffs with China from 10 to 25% on tariffs of $60 billion, uh, China uh, from China. China has raised tariffs on $60 billion worth of U.S. products. China says that it's just the start, that they're going to end up having more. Trade talks have broken down, but according to Trump, the relationship between the two countries remains warm and cozy. And Trump is still talking about how, you know, Xi or Jin, or whatever his name is over in China, is still a really good friend, even though he is another dictator. I don't know why Trump feels the need. This is the bad Trump portion. I don't know why Trump feels the need to sit back and be friendly with all these people. Anyway, we may be face, we still may be uh, a bit away before we feel the effects of the trade war. 
um, something I talked about in our last podcast, but we will be paying more for product products and the next cup uh, over the next couple of months. Again, you may not see it right away because that stuff that actually ended up with the tariffs has to get off the ships and end up on U.S. soil. The stock market is in full panic mode. Um, the Dow's lost 566 points, which is about 2.2%. The standards, uh, standards and Poor's lost 67%. That's uh, 67 points, which is about 2.3%. And the NASDAQ, which deals with technology, plunged 243 points, which is 3.1% as of Monday. Um, And it's probably going to keep dropping. It will stabilize in the next few months, but it will keep dropping. I think President Trump has bigger problems on the horizon if this trade war extends for a long period of time. Right now, he has an extremely strong economy. The dollar is strong. Unemployment is down uh, to historic levels. Salaries are way up, and only a year and a half into uh, and only a year and a half to the election in 2020, he could win by a landslide. Just on his economy alone, everyone is thrilled with it. Even. News outlets like CNN, MSNBC, and even the New York Times and Washington Post have said the economy is extremely strong. You could hear the pain from the New York Times when they actually admitted Trump was right. When we get into immigration, the New York Times also admitted Trump was right. The question here, the question I have is in Trump's timing. I understand why he's doing it and he's right to do it, but this is something that should have been done just like the border wall and secure border wall and border security should have been done in his first two years. China doesn't have a weak economy. They can carry this war for a while before our um, power really comes into play and starts choking them off. And I think they can carry this a year and a half. The problem with trade wars is they take time. I think the Trump presidency, the Trump administration is hoping it won't take too much time. I'd hate to see that Trump runs into a much harder re-election bid because he is trying to fix a problem that no other president attempted to fix. Again, you know my feeling about tariffs. And China is five to one as far as trade goes. They make five times what we make. So I'm not necessarily saying that this is a bad thing. I just think the timing is extremely questionable. One more thing. This was a problem Trump had inherited from Obama. He inherited from Bush. He inherited it from Clinton. This has been something that has been around for a very, very long time. The Trans-Pacific Trade Agreement, which I thought was very iffy for the United States, and I think it probably was iffy, but at least it kind of kept China in encased. It kept China almost isolated because they didn't belong to it. This is kind of a, a big thing. I think we need to worry about this. I want to see where China's tariffs are going. I'm hoping that by uh, the end of summer, 
the markets will actually stabilize. Citizens are going to be paying more for their products, and we should expect that. Some politicians are actually saying, hey, yeah, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. We're going to hurt, but it will be good in the long run. And that's the whole thing. This is a long run thing. This is something that could last a year. It could last two years. But people also need to be patient, and I'm not so sure they're going to be. This would have been a lot better if on January 20th, 2016, Trump decided to do something like this. Just like on January 20th, 2016, Trump decided to sit there and tell everyone, build a wall or I'm not signing a thing. It's just really, he seems really far behind on things. So that's our first story of the day. And we are going to keep talking about that story because this one scares me a little bit. I can't lie to you. But here's another story. This is <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. The Georgia heartbeat bill was passed and the people on the left are flipping out about it. Now, mind you, the same plan was already passed in Mississippi and Ohio and other states are looking at passing the same type of bill. As a matter of fact, today... Uh, Alabama is passing a complete ban on abortion. That will be awesome. Okay, well, I haven't told you why it'll be awesome. I am a, I am a staunch, I am staunch support of the pro-life mu- movement, and we're going to have to talk about that. I don't know too much about the bill. I don't know. I know that abortion would be illegal from 24 to 26 weeks, but I haven't read the wording of the bill. So I'm not going to talk about it too much. Um, I am completely against abortion, period. End of story. I even think that rape, a woman who becomes pregnant because of rape and is thinking about abortion, I even think that is questionable. And we're going to have to now have a topic on abortion because if uh, I say that, I better be able to clarify it. Here's the good news. I can clarify things a lot better than politicians. So when I say that, trust me, I can actually give you the wording on why I believe that. It'll take be that podcast will be a little longer, uh, so I don't want to spend a, too much time on it tonight. It'll be on Thursday or Friday. I'll sit back and talk about it. I even started on the script already. You'll love it, and I'm sure I can get you understanding where I'm coming from and hopefully change the minds. But this story is not about that. This story is about Hollywood and specifically Alyssa Milano. I do not know anything about Alyssa Milano's acting career. Never saw her on television. Uh, Never saw any of her movies if she did any. I have no idea about Alyssa Milano. All I know is she's good looking and a huge Dodger fan. So I started following her on Twitter and that's when I began. And when Trump got elected, that's when I got to see just how full nuts she is. She released a tweet to create a sex strike. If you want to read the exact, the tweet's very short, but basically what she said was, that women are losing control of their bodies. They're losing control of their uh, where they, their birth rights, their reproductive rights. So therefore, they should withhold that from men. 
she's basically saying if women are not to control their bodies, men will not have access to their bodies. What a dumbass. When I read this, I was thinking to myself, this is going to be really bad. And this is why Hollywood does not have a lot of intellectual geniuses out there. I bet she's too stupid to see the irony in abstaining from sex to protest abortion. And this was the first thing I thought about. There's a, and of course, by the way, there's, of course, there's a ribbon. You got to have a ribbon. You got to have a ribbon you can tie on your chest during award ceremonies. Uh, She probably won't be invited to many of them since she hasn't acted in about 15 years or so. Uh, It's pink. And there's a short line that would make an awesome chant. Um, I, I, again, I don't have it up. You can visit my website and see it, but there's a short line underneath it that people can start, you know, screaming out. Well, here's the thing. Melissa Alano is doing exactly what anti-abortionists or pro-life, whatever you want to call it, people want. That's what we want. Stop having sex. You won't get pregnant. I'm not understanding this. The problem with abortion, it is... It is birthed in immorality. You just decide to go have sex with whoever you want because you love the carnal pleasure of it. That's not what sex is for. Sex is to have children. Anytime you have sex, whether you like it or not, it's to have children. You get married in, a, in the Catholic, in the Jewish Or in the Muslim religions, that's the reason for sex, is to have children. If you are not married, you are not supposed to have sex. Why? Because then you will not have children. I'm not exactly understanding how she's fighting abortion by saying to other women, don't have sex. As far as uh, uh, anti-abortionists like me, pro-lifers like me, That's exactly what we want you to do. Stop having sex, stop getting pregnant, and stop killing babies. And by the way, I do believe that you have a separate life at conception. I don't believe that is a group of cells. So, good. Don't have unprotected sex. Don't suffer the consequences. Abortion is not contraception. Abortion is birth control, but it's not contraception. It's too late to call abortion contraception. A rubber is contraception. Birth control pills are contraception. If you're pregnant, it's done. There's no contraception at that point. You're pregnant. You got a baby. And you're killing another human being. And we've killed 60 million human beings since Roe versus Wade was passed. Oh, my gosh. I really shouldn't have gone off like that. I should have waited until... um, I should have waited until uh, I was ready to really talk about abortion. I am passionate about it. I'm telling you I'm passionate about it. And I don't buy identity politics. I know I'm a man. And I know I don't know a woman's body. But I also know that I've never participated in a relationship where I've had to think about abortion. I know where babies come from. We know how long it takes. Some women, not all obviously, take responsibility and avoid getting pregnant. So if you're going to have unprotected sex, have sex with someone you're ready to have a baby with. If you don't want a baby, don't have sex. 
don't have unprotected sex. Period. Duh. I'm not exactly sure where the confusion is on this whole thing. The second point here is, uh, who is is she exactly punishing? I have a fiancé. I love her. I think she loves me. We have sex. She's a conservative. I'm a conservative. Neither of us believe in abortion. All is good. I'm not sleeping with Alyssa Milano or any other left-wing, tree-hugging Hollywood starlet. So, who cares that Alyssa Milano is not having sex with me? The one who is suffering here is Alyssa Milano's protest. Her husband. I'm sorry, let me say that again. The one who is suffering here is in Alyssa Milano's protest is her husband. Probably a left-wing, progressive, male feminist, bearded, beanie-wearing socialist. I'm not suffering. I'm not, I'm having responsible sex because I take responsibility. Meanwhile, in her relationship, the person she's suffering, the person who's suffering in her relationship is the man who is committed to her and probably would not mind if she got pregnant. So who exactly is she killing? And I'm pretty sure in this day and age, you don't see a lot of right-wing men and left-wing women hooking up. I'm pretty sure that right-wing man who doesn't believe in abortion is not having unprotected sex with the left-wing woman who does does believe in abortion. So therefore, that person would be suffering with her protest. Not here. It's just stupid. It's so stupid. Okay, so all the Hollywood people, and by the way, news media, not the news media, excuse me, social media has caught that, and they've actually brought it up. Uh, The Daily Wire has a fantastic piece, and I'm only bringing up, well, I'm bringing up three things, but the Daily Wire brings up an additional four items that are kind of interesting, especially when they talk about feminism and all that other stuff. Here's another thing. Um. I don't believe Alyssa Milano is not having sex with her bo- or with her husband. It's not her boyfriend, it's her husband. I don't believe she's actually punishing her ex- her husband. Alyssa Milano is having sex. This is virtual signaling at its worst and most dishonest. Do as I say, don't do as I do. And that is the mantra of the left. From AOC, from Bernie Sanders, Mr. Every the rich have to give all their money except for me. It's terrible. Finally, please don't have sex. We need to breed out the stupid in this country. If pro-abortionists refuse to breed, then let the moral and responsible breed. We'll have the kids. Teach them, we'll teach them morality. And eventually get rid of this sick obsession with killing babies that people like Alyssa Milano have. I'm just saying, I was kind of vicious and I kind of went off on a tangent. I didn't even follow my friggin' script. I don't know what I'm going to do here. I'm probably going to have to do a little bit of editing. But, oh, this drove me absolutely crazy. Now, there's been a lot of talk about healthcare and college tuition being a right for people of the United States and not a privilege. Let me let you in on something. Healthcare and college tuition is not a right. It is a privilege. Get over it. Deal with it. 
I'm going to have to attack this in a couple of different ways. Uh, first is through the Constitution. The Constitution, I can give you the legal way. The Constitution does not say anything about health care and college tuition. Therefore, it is not an inalienable right. And that's it, period. A lot of people don't accept that. And so that's why I need to kind of expand further. The right, some people uh, point to the, the saying, right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And therefore, health care is part of some of those things, even though it's not mentioned specifically in the Constitution. Okay, so let's take a look at some of that stuff. The right to life does not mean you have a right to a healthy life. It just means you have a right to live. How you live will determine your health. The decisions you make, whether you exercise or not, or the way you eat, determines your health. The same with the pursuit of happiness. Some people, healthcare will make them happy. Again, the government allows you to pursue happiness. It doesn't guarantee happiness. Therefore, it's not the responsibility of the government to guarantee your right to be happy. You don't have a right to be happy. You just have a right to pursue it. And of course, um, the pursuit of happiness actually means pursuit of property. So it's not exactly the same thing. Many people get a bad taste in their mouth when seeing health care is a privilege, especially because so many people don't have it. And not many people think about college tuition at all as being a right. So I'm not even sure why we're, that's even a discussion with the Democratic present, uh, presidential candidates. Uh, I have a college degree, but my college degree did nothing for me. And I would guarantee you lesbian women's lesbian Native American women's studies is probably not going to be something that a lot of people are going to be talking about. You know what? Other things aren't rights. This is something no one thinks about. Food, water, gas, electricity, housing, cell phones, and internet access. None of those are rights. Hold on to that thought. We're going to get there. Here's the story. Healthcare and college are services. Services that require expertise of those who specialize in their field. They work hard to achieve the knowledge for their specialty. And the demand for fair payment for that service. That's important because I think we forget what a right is. What is the difference between a right? What is the difference between the right of free speech versus the right of health care? The difference is the rights that are in the Constitution talk about, about the rights that the Constitution talks about do not impede on the lives of others. If I say something, I might insult someone, you might not like it, and they may not like me, but I'm not putting a burden on their lives contrary to what the speeches, violence, college snowflakes think. My right to pray doesn't affect anyone. My right to protest doesn't affect anyone. And my right to own a gun and protect myself doesn't affect anyone. Well, unless you're that person that broke into my house, uh, they'll be in a world of hurt. But the right of health care does impede on the right of the pursuit of happiness to others. The doctors, 
These poor guys spend 12 years in school and then another couple of years in residency if they're lucky. They spend $100,000 in their schooling. They should be able, with all that work, they should be able to say what they are worth. The government has no business telling a doctor what he is going to charge for an appendectomy or a tonsil or a, removing tonsils. No business. This guy's got to charge what he needs to survive. This is a guy who's important and he wants to buy a boat. He should be able to buy a boat. It's not like people can't go see a doctor if they don't have insurance or if they don't have insurance or even bitchin' insurance. They can go to a free clinic or, or the emergency room for minimal or no cost. Yes, probably will see a nurse practitioner, won't see a doctor, and that individual will be dealing with rationed health care. That means they'll be waiting a long time to see the doctor and will only see the provider for, uh, I'm sorry, not the doctor, the provider, and will only be able to see the provider for 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the problem. If you have the flu, they're going to tell you you have the flu, it's a virus, they can do nothing, goodbye, 15 minutes, you're gone after waiting three hours in a, in a clinic, after, in the waiting room. But it's there, it's cheap or free. You can take that. I live in California. I work for a free clinic. I, I work IT. I'm not a doctor, provider, whatever. But I see it all the time. There are people who can't afford anything. They're there. I work to be where I am. One of the benefits is that I have insurance. I also have retirement benefits. Is that supposed to be a right too? The, the, I get attention from a doctor for a longer period of time than I'd get from a free clinic. I don't want anyone taking it away. Healthcare is a privilege. I've earned it. I don't want it taken away because people have not earned the privilege. Last, I want to give a shot. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, I, I'm going to start sneaking these little moral, moral and ethical nuggets into a lot of my podcasts because I've been thinking about this for a while and I waited for a week and a half. I really need to just sneak these things in there. Um, but before I go, um, I want to do a shout out for Doris Day who died yesterday. She was 95. I never saw anything uh, with her in it. Uh, never saw any of her movies, never saw any of her TV shows, but I heard she was awesome. So it's always sad to lose someone really mentioned. Um, also, I want to say rest in peace to someone closer to my heart, Tim Conway. I used to watch him on the Carol Burnett show. Anytime he was in a skit, I watched. I sat and watched. He was a milk shooting out of the nose funny guy. I'm really sad he's gone. And when I lose, when we lose someone like him, I feel much older. Um, he passed away at 85. So I know that's kind of a miserable note to end the podcast, but if you look at it as a, as a, just a commemorance of these folks, it's a good thing. And I, I had to do it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at run and fool, R U N N I N F E W L. You can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. 
That's talking with a G and it's all common spelling. I will actually post this on the website. And uh, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Please take a look on YouTube, on uh, iTunes. I'm there now. And look and get ready to expect uh, my YouTube videos. Take care tonight.